So I knew right away at that part of the movie, like that scene, I was like, this is going to be incredible. <laughs> this, when he puts the headphones on and starts dancing a little bit and yeah. then traversing the landscape, I was like, yeah, we're in for something special here. Yeah. And when the, the, the title came <clears throat> up and it was kind of in the film. And oh, it right. It's kind yeah. of part of like, oh, it's all going to be very good. Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. all really well. It all seemed like, the, yeah, it was just going to work yeah. out perfectly. Because that well. was the first light toned bit of it. You right. know, up until that, it was like, oh, man. Oh, oh, man. Like, I like got teared up a little bit, especially the second time I saw it. Yeah. That very first scene. But that first, like, okay, this is the tone of the actual movie itself. It's, it's like, kind of like the start of Raiders, aside from the hospital bit, but the actual bit where he's going in to get the artifact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very Raiders. It just kind of set it, set the tone. Yeah. And Fantastic. it went on. In that town, it never stopped. No, yeah. So flashback two years ago, when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy will be the next Marvel or in Phase Three. Sure. Uh, I had massive amount of trepidation about this film. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people did. I was like, no. Yeah. No, no. Everybody but idea. like Marvel and Peter Gunn. Right. They were like, no, or uh, James Gunn, Peter yeah. Gunn. I always say that, and I think of um, your childhood. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I think everybody did, but I was like, even the beginning, I was like, no, come on, because people, I guarantee people are saying the same thing to Lucas, you know, back in like 1975, when he was like, okay, here's what I want to do. I want right. to do this. I want to have this space opera, and I want to have, uh, there's going to be this giant and like hairy Wookiee dude that's going to follow right. him around that won't talk, and then, you know, and yeah. they're like, no way. Laser swords? I don't think of that. So do you, so do you think, because you did say um, before this film came out that you had... What was the exact line you used about your anticipation for the film? Oh, I just it said something along the lines that I'm as excited about this as I was as excited about, like, seeing more Star Wars movies. You know, like, I had right. that sort of, like, I'm really excited, I'm really anxious, I hope this. You know, of course, like, not Star Wars, but, like, Empire and Jedi. Right. I mean, like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. And I laughed. I scoffed. You did. I you, did you scoff. Did. You said, I'm going to make fun of you mercilessly. And I did. Of, yes. And I told people about it. I'm like, can't you believe he said this? And they oh, were like, yeah. that's crazy. No, I had people, like, throwing tomatoes at me, like, when I came into <laughs> so work. That was a legendary, iconic piece of pop culture. And How it always will be? be. I'm not taking that away. But uh, you were right. Yeah. Fair play to you. Publicly admitted. I think that was, like, the first time I've called it. Like everything else, like this movie's <laughs> gonna be amazing, dude. It's gonna be awesome. I'm telling you, man. Well, yeah, we could Superman probably rewind is gonna tape. be that's gonna be it. This is gonna be the <laughs> that best. Was that was your golden ticket on that yep. particular podcast. Yep. <laughs> and it was not the yeah. golden ticket. But uh yeah, man, it was brilliant. And really I think fun. it's great too great, early great, now great, to really like talk about it too much because I think there are probably still people out there who haven't seen right. it. Right. So I don't want to spoil any because there are so Stay many, for the credits bit so many Oh yeah. Stay for the credits. Which is bizarre. Um and even the like it wasn't really a stinger, but just that bit before the credits, mm-hmm. uh, amazing, uh, absolutely. Like I, yeah, I couldn't wait for it. Like when I was watching the movie the second time, I was like, man, that was so good. I cannot wait to watch this game. Yeah. So, what we'll do is we'll give it some time, and then we'll come back and revisit it. Yeah, like thir- more thorough. Yeah, but we did a little. Well, Adam did uh, represented Headspace Invaders at the premiere of this film. Yeah. So earlier that day, well, actually the day before, um, I had a T-shirt made that said "I am Groot," and so I wore it to work. Thursday. He's wearing it right now. I'm wearing it right now. He hasn't taken um, it off. I haven't. It stinks. stinks. Um, so before I gave a tour, I took a selfie of it and uh, was just like, hey, what has two thumbs up? And it's excited for at Guardians at Alamo KC. And that was it. And I sent that tweet out. And then 45 minutes later, I came back and pulled my phone out and I had like a thousand alerts. It got immediately retweeted by at Guardians. And then like people were re- like, the, we, I, I've got 39 followers. So I mean, you know, it was like retweeted like 200 times. I was like, who are these people? <laughs> and like 400 favorites. 
yeah. it had like 19,000 views that week. So it was pretty cool. It was cool. And then um, the actual event was neat. The Alamo, um, they went kind of all out, man. They they had uh, some cosplayers there, like people who were dressed as, you know, the Guardians. Mm-hmm. And they had like a photo shoot there. And then for the 8 o'clock movie, the big giveaway that they gave away were these um, l- like – old cassette tape players mm-hmm. like from like that era like early 80s like proper cassette tape players they're pretty cool that's awesome um they gave away this actual soundtrack to the movie to the first like 100 victory members that came to bought tickets for guardians mm-hmm. and then a bunch of um a bunch of marvel swag i did though <laughs> so it was just me and chris cubis and the eight o'clock one uh we had trivia like i asked some like some trivia questions and i'm like like hey who wants to win this t-shirt this me? yeah and, and this one guy yeah! Yeah, this one guy stood up, and I was like, all right, man, um, uh, you a big Marvel fan? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, hey, why don't you name me uh, five Infinity Stones? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. All right, who else can name it? And then the dude got all upset. You know, he's like kind of butthurt, but it's kind of, we had to rush it along. So another guy stood up, and he was like, soul power. And I was like, awesome, okay. And it's like, all right, we got this other thing to give away. Who wants that? And the first dude looked just like McLovin, by the way. So I was like, all right, we're going to give McLovin another chance, you know? Oh, you McLovin. Fucker. Yeah. And uh, so he stood up and asked him a question. He answered it. And I was like, all right, come on down and get your prize. And I felt bad. I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said McLovin. But he did. He looked just like McLovin. And then the movie starts, and we're like, all right, thanks. Enjoy the movie. Thank and you, then, McLovin, again. Right, right. Rub it in. No, I didn't. I only said it. I think I may have said it twice. Um, and then the movie starts, and I leave the theater with Chris, and then, you know, like, put my stuff away. And then I come back and find my seat, and I'm sitting right next to McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. yeah it was, and, and I, I didn't realize it because the theater was dark and i was like looking at my ticket and looking for the seat number and i find it and i sit down and i'm like looking at the menu and then i'm just trying to like halfway through the movie i'm trying to gauge audience like you know are people loving this are people liking it as much right. as i am and i look to my right and everybody's having a good time i look to my left and, and he stared right at your face oh, he he's just staring just at staring you. right at just me just like glowering and i was like dude movie man you Maybe he didn't know it was me behind the 3D glasses, but I think he did. Yeah. Well, I, I thought you were going to tell me that that big, that big dude who was at the uh, the Cornetto trilogy was there. It was like, Wah! Oh, right. The guy was very <laughs> guy excited. He lost his fucking shit. Like he was just got down on the prices, right? Yeah. So, you did, so you didn't have an experience like that. Not it wasn't like that, that insane. No. Intense. Oh, no, it was. It was pretty for insane. For a fucking poster and a t-shirt. Yeah, it was good. Oh, then we did um, Nerf gun fights for like the big prizes. Cool. So they had like a quick draw um, Nerf gun fight. And uh, that was pretty entertaining. No one spraying their ankle, though, like John Jones. <laughs> no one spraying their ankle like Nerf Robert sword did. fighting like yeah. Robert did, yeah. Uh, so my advice, anybody who hasn't seen this movie, even people, like I had friends who were like, yeah, I went to see it with my girlfriend who hates comedy. Yeah, regular regular yeah, people. Regular people. And they're like, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm excited for this movie because I like Chris Pratt or whatever. Right. Um, and they're like, and my girlfriend, she, you know, hates like superhero movies. I'm like, well, this really isn't a superhero movie. I mean, it's not like, it's I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a comic a really book. It's based movie. on a comic book, but... Um, and they were like, she, she loved it. We want to go see it again. I mean, just because of the humor and, you know, I don't know. Just Yeah, I hope it's the biggest film of the year. It should be. I mean, everyone needs to go see it. It's yeah. brilliant. It's funny. It's great. It's. I mean, I don't not think it's going to win anything, but. I did hear one negative review, and it wasn't from a person I actually knew. It was on a, a, a radio review show, movie review show I was listening to. And one person came and just ripped it apart. Was it Comrade Mo? It, w- it was man. from that, but it was a listener to oh, their okay. show, yeah. and uh, he just was not happy. And th- their response to that was, "Maybe you're just in a really bad mood." If yeah, you right. See this film. Exactly. Like because how, what yeah, what could you have possibly? He was been tired. Like? He was like boring. I mean, it was just yeah. He he was. I think he was just a really nasty bad person. He's just a soulless person. Which movie did you see? <laughs> like, did you buy tickets for Guardians and you made your way into Lucy or so, something? Man, Transformers, like, wasn't like, it? Yeah. That was it called? What were all these giant robots doing? <laughs> well, what is Scarlett Johansson doing here? I, right. I keep waiting for this talking tree to show up. But. 
So, yeah, that's Guardians, man. Uh, awesome. Go see it. Yeah, go see it, please. I'll go see it again, I'm sure. It'll be three I'll, times I'll see for you. with you if you guys want to go see it. Yeah, he will well, if I you will, pay for I his ticket. I probably would. Yeah, that's true. And welcome back, everybody. Yes. It's been... It's always, I feel like we always say that. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Right. Actually, it's... Because we have another one we're going to put out before you hear this one. Maybe yes, can, we do. Maybe we're going to hurry this up. Yeah. Hurry yeah. this up, process up along a bit. Yeah. Um, so you might get like one on like a Monday and then one on a Tuesday. Hey, Whoa, that'd be nice. That's too that's oversaturated. It's crazy. Oh, they, everyone would hate us. Oh, no, not and those fucking Wednesday, jerks like, again. Where is it? Why don't we have another one on Wednesday? All right. We want more. And we get like inundated with people and maybe someone would want to pay us. Um, but we're going to, we, we're welcome back and thanks for listening. And uh, H Space Invaders uh, is our Twitter handle. Follow us on that because that's kind of where we're giving most of our information. Yeah, yeah. We don't really do a lot with the Facebook. Well, we do yeah, a little bit, a little but bit. not an awful lot. But um, so keep on, uh, keep on listening, and of course the website, which is headspaceinvaders.net. Yep. Um, we are going to talk about a bunch of shit today, and we're drinking some beer. Well, we're always drinking some beer because we're at Boulevard, and we always drink beer when we're here. Um, but we're drinking not some Boulevard beers. We're drinking some different beers today, and we're going to talk about them as we drink them. And Adam hasn't had them. This no, is this is the first time. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know that I've had anything from this brewery before. So, so we have two. We got two from Revolution Brewery in Chicago: uh, right. Anti Hero IPA and um, the uh, Rosa Hibiscus Ale, which is kind of appropriate because we have a, a hibiscus, hibiscus goes, uh, goes yeah. out yeah. right now from Boulevard Brewery. Swinging Dick has been asking me about this yeah. this past week, so so it came out like yesterday. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about this brewery, but I, but I will tell you, I love it already because I just pulled it up. Um, this beer, just so I knew yeah. what I was drinking. And this is what they say. Uh, an American hop assault for all the ambivalent warriors who get the girl in the end. Uh, and then in quotes, it says, look, I ain't, this in, I ain't in this for your revolution, and I'm not in it for you, princess. <laughs> How can you get away with that? I know. That's amazing. That's yeah. cool. Well, yeah, there you go. Fantastic. So this is Antihero IPA as uh, endorsed by Han Solo. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. If he's Someone called, call Disney. That's maybe Hold that. on. Let's get Johnny Dish back on the phone. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Um, always nice when Johnny makes an appearance. Yes. So uh, I hope I didn't call the police by mistake there. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, anti-hero IPA. What do you think, man? Um, well, I really haven't explored it too much. I thought we were going to drink uh, it together. You've already. It's six point five percent. Yes, seventy on the IBU scales, but it doesn't seem to be. I mean, it doesn't feel like it. It's probably it good because like the malt is kind of mm. backing that up a little bit. It smells really hoppy. It, it does smells smell nice. Hoppy. Mm-hmm. It does. It's nice, sweet, and it is nice and malty. So it's a nice, kind brilliant of copper color. Mm-hmm. Lovely, the medium body. Yeah, I no, like it. It doesn't hit you in the face as much as like a West no. Coast IPA. It's Reminds me of like our double wide, maybe mm-hmm. except cause that malt base without the malt. Yeah, but it is quite hoppy. It's still got a lot of toffee, caramel. Lovely, very yeah, nice. That's good. Good so work, let's, guys. Let's good slam work. these Revolution. real quick. Oh, Revolution oh, yeah. Brewery. I love these. Yeah, guys, tell me about them. You I was in Chicago like three or two, three years ago, whatever. We're going to see a Chiefs game. Okay, and. um uh, I was trying to get to see as many like cool brewers as I could, so someone said go to Revolution, so I did uh, on my own. The people I was with weren't uh, were going to the Chiefs game, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll meet you here, and then we'll go. And um, I went here and decided not to go to the Chiefs game because I was having such a good time at the brewery. All right, and it's a brew pub. Well, that speaks volumes. Yeah, it was, it's a brew pub, and I was there by myself, and everyone went to the Chiefs game, and I didn't, and uh, it was uh, it was awesome. I had one of the greatest beers I've ever had, which was this. Um, barrel-aged uh, porter, they called them, because everything is based around like uh, like revolution, revolution, yeah, revolution stuff. Yeah. Like, and the other tap hounds are like the, the clenched fist, and it was um, called maybe Black Panther um, uh, 
barrel aged porter. It okay. was so good though. I mean, it, for for the thing that surprised me most for a microbrew for a brew pub at the time, they weren't even canning their beer net, which they are now and distributing. It was always just it was all just out of that microbrew brew pub. It was so complicated and so interesting, and I was I never had a beer that was that good from such a small operation. Sure. So yeah, immediately happy. They had um, some cask ale on tap, which had some of that. Their Fismus, which is their Christmas ale, and uh, yeah, man, just great. And I've never, you know, had a bad um, uh, Revolution Brewery beer at this to this point. But you can't get them in Missouri yet. Yeah. They're not distributed here yet. But How soon. did you get them? Um, I gave a tour to a guy who turned out to be the son-in-law of one of the owners of the Chicago White Sox. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, he's really nice. Him and his buddy, it was for his 40th birthday, and uh, he tried to give me money, like 100 bucks at the end of the tour. I was like, no, right. I'm like, no, I don't have money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So he took my address and said, I'll ship you some beer, and he shipped me a case of beer. I got nice. it like, a week after that, which is really cool of him. A nice card saying, hey, if you're ever in Chicago, call me. If you want to go to a White Sox game, call me. Oh, I'm like, yeah. well, I can go to the I'm owner's box, maybe. That. that would yeah. be fucking great. So. Yeah. At some point, I'll do that, maybe next year. But um, So, yeah, so he has these beers. So let's drink this one real yeah. quick, and then we'll start on the, on the next one. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. All right, we're going to slam these. All right. Well, that's great radio. Yeah, it is. Listen to someone drink, drink loudly. All right. So what's the next one here as you're pouring it? This is the other Revolution beer. All right. Ooh, that's kind of, okay. The, it's the, pink. It is pink. So this is obviously the hibiscus one. Hibiscus Rosa. Um, a little bit of our uh, hibiscus goes is that we put the hibiscus flowers in the whirlpool in the whirlpool yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they do the same here so the can's nice again it's kind of basic so it's it, got the big fist on it right as they all do and do you have anything online about this one uh, I can tell you a second. it is uh, let's see here it's 5.8% by volume, and it's brewed with spices, it says in the can. It's nice and pink Does it say? Can. Does it say which spices? Or just, just says spices. Just says That's spices. their secret. They can't divulge the secret. So. Right. Oh, it smells good, though. It smells kind of funky. Highly drinkable and steeped with hibiscus flowers for a nash- it's for natural funky. tartness and slight pink hue. Okay, All right. so cheers. Ooh. Mm. That's nice. Really drinkable. Yeah. Ours is better. Yeah. Sorry to say that. Yeah. Well, it's a Goza versus a a Rosa. A Rosa. Whoa. <laughs> what uh, is the illusion? I wonder. Is it Rosa Parks, do you think? I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. Pro- well, she's a revolutionary. I guess. Probably. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. So I'll, let's give that to him. I like yeah. the cans. They're, li- they're a bit busy. Yeah. But, um, but they look yeah, kind of matchbooky too, or, mm-hmm. you know, 1930s-esque, you know, it's kind of basic, but busy. It's weird. But they're good. I like it. Yeah, I like their stuff, man. These guys are gonna. Ma- I mean, I, I think are gonna make. I will say, I like the, the I like the anti-hero quite a bit more than I like this. I know this one's too like fruity and floral. Or something. We probably should have drank this one first. Yeah, <laughs> before we, instead of drinking the huge IPA. Oh, we're gonna be a lot of burping into this mic too. Yeah. So let's drink these down real quick. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> let's right. try the third one. All right. Cheers. Oh, well, this is going to be a bourbon uh, podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> Woo! All right. Excuse us. I'm sure this that's is not disgusting. nearly as entertaining to you guys no, as it but is to us. It's kind of like but drunk. But it is very entertaining. <laughs> it's, a, it's going to be like drunk podcast, which oh, we're going to do a drunk my podcast. God. I know after slamming these three beers, your uh, yeah. movies that I love that are shit, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <That'd> be terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really prepared it yet. You see, we're already getting stupid. Right. This yep. is ridiculous. Yeah, all right. 
So this one is um, Spiteful from Brewing. Spiteful Brewing. Yeah. Yes, and it looks kind of fun. It's a Saison. It's the... Uh, <laughs> I'm making weird noises. <laughs> I'm not even meaning to. It's the Klutzy Buffoon uh, Saison. And I'll read you what it says in the can here. Please do. It says, don't fight it, spite it. That's, oh, okay. that's smart. Right. Uh, the Klutzy Buffoon is a six-pack short of a case. A square peg to a round hole. He microwaves styrofoam and smokes at the gas station. Sounds like us. Our Klutzy Buffoon is a dry and citric accented with a late addition of ginger. The French Saison yeast gives off a floral estuary uh, aroma. As such, we think it pairs well with seafood. Hide the glassware. Get out the plastic cups. The Buffoon is coming over. All right, let's roll. Uh, I love this. As a nanobury, our goal is to supply Chicago with proper beer. Oh, proper. We will hand deliver to liquor stores and bars. Really? Mm-hmm, that's what it says. So they, they distribute themselves, which is good, because they're probably making all the yeah. money, which is good, good for them. So they started in the kitchen, and now they have a brewery from um, Portland Kettle Works with a two-and-a-half-barrel brew house and a five-barrel fermenters. So, Wow. There you go. You get the last bit there. Um, the can is a little Is basic. it one of those sticker cans? It or is, is it and that's, first of all, that's well, kind of, I don't like well, that. Yeah. That's initially, I think, yeah, I I guess so, but maybe you should just bottle instead of just putting it. I mean, cans are cool, that's why people are doing it, and, uh, but I still think a sticker can just looks kind of tacky. Um, Sorry, 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 spiteful, sorry, sorry and spiteful, they're uh, two of the seven drunken dwarfs. So, uh, Spiteful Brewery's uh, Saison. It's called uh, Spiteful because apparently it was after a uh, spiteful incident during a hockey game on the pond. (laughs) That sounds awesome. I mean, yeah. <laughs> on the pond. Oh. Uh, the the ca- but the I like the uh, the art is fun. It's like got this weird looking clown who's cutting off his his fingers and uh, not, he's trying to juggle knives and they're actually you know entering his body. Um, but he does look kind of semi scary. Like you know, rip a bit, a little bit. This is gonna rip your stomach apart. Right. It's a five point eight alcohol. So almost like a table saison. Let's have a smell of this. Ginger, they said, right? Yeah, I get some ginger. Yep. Okay. Ginger and cardboard. <laughs> well, that's not good. No, I'm just saying. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to be spiteful. I'm just saying. Um, oh, you're so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of cardboard there. Very oxidized. That's a shame. Um, yeah. Maybe that happened in the, in the trip from Chicago to it Kansas City. Happen. Yeah. But that's I mean, because it wasn't like teleported here, so yeah. Oh man, this that reminds me. This uh, one of Almost my regulars came in today, <laughs> and uh, she gave me a beer that she brought from Austin, and it was so nice of her to be like, "Hey, I know this is beer in Austin, Jester uh, King. You can't get it here. No, I can't remember. It's like ITL or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she handed me it was a sixteen ounce can like that. But the can is better. The package is great. But she handed it to me, and it was hot. Oh, and I was like, hey, but I didn't want to say anything because yeah. I wasn't trying to be a turd. So I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Thanks for so much for bringing can, me here. The hot can. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, Did you warm this up before we got here. Thank right. you. Yes. Yeah. I was like, let me grab some mitts real quick. Have you drank it? Have you drank it yet? No, it's sitting in the, it's in my fridge right you now. You've got to drink it. Though. Oh, I will. Yeah, for sure. And then you're going to dump it. Um, well, I don't want to, I'm not going to judge the beer based on the time that it spent in her trunk on the way. Right. Well, that's I'm not awesome, drinking the rest of this. Right. Yeah. Sure. It's fine beer, but it tastes really bad because it's off. Yeah. But like I said, that's probably not the brewery's fault. Nope. Could just be the FedEx guy. Yeah. Well, let's take and he didn't sip. know because it's probably no. legal, right? No. That's like one more sip and, and then I'm, then we should maybe get another beer. Yeah, that's a good but idea. But a Boulevard beer. Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's our uh, brewing corner for and the I, week. Um, 
I would like some feedback. I wonder, like, is this really annoying, or is this like a like? It's annoying. Like, well, I guess it depends on the rest of the podcast, right? I mean, <laughs> this might be something where we're getting feedback, like, yeah, you guys need to do this every week, or you guys need to get uh, a little fucked up. You guys should start chugging power rate. It's something. like if you play golf, right? And it, you start playing, and you're kind of all tight and you're shit, and then you have a few beers, and you're fucking great, right? And but you reach a point though, if you've had too many beers, that you get really shit. For me, that's really you shit. just described bowling. It's the same promise, same yeah, promise, same yeah, premise. Yeah. First Same 10 premise. frames, I'm shit, you know, but I, and then I get a few beers in me. My, the second 10 frames, I'm on, like, right. money. And then the third 10 frames, forget about it. I, just, I mean. Well, it, it, goes, uh, it goes to my idea for an app for the, uh, the Wheel of Drunkenness. Oh, yeah. What should you do at this point? I've had 10 beers. Yeah. Oh, you know what you need to do is golden tea. Yeah. Or, right. You yeah. now are golden tea, You're, you know. Right. Fantastic. Right. You know, you put your weight, your age, you know, sure. your sex in there, and yeah. depending on you don't know. hit on that girl right now, right? No, right. You, or, or or hit or, on her. You're awesome right, right now. You're fucking funny as fuck. But it, oh no, now you're just right. like stupid and you're slobbery. Or don't get in your car, which would be good to get a cab. Hey, there, and it always, should always be that. Like bing, 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 after like two years, yeah. yeah, that's all you have to do is you factor in your weight, your mm-hmm. size, and number of alcohol, yeah. and then you just factor that yeah. in. So it's always going to say that. Like, yeah. now is that you know, like don't climb that pole, or yeah. you know, don't see if you can jump over that whatever, right. or yeah. do, do that. You know, that depending right. on how you, right, you know, exactly. Because yeah. there's a point where you're like right. indestructible, you're yeah. amazing, you're brilliant, and it will help you understand that point. You know, yes. So that's my idea for the. I think the that's clever, man. That's really good. Wheel of drunkenness, and it'd be funny, you know. And you'll spin a little wheel on your phone or your iPhone, and right? Um, and it'll give give you alerts, you know. And then also maybe like give you, you know, cab company names, you local trademark, trademark. Somebody out there is right now. Is yeah, don't you so. fucking steal this idea on me. <laughs> I came up with this when I was drunk with your sister. <laughs> this, this app is gonna pop up on the iTunes store, and you're like, hey, well, hey, at least someone's yeah. listening. I've been talking about this for years. Yeah. I've probably been telling way too many people because someone's gonna fucking steal at this. Le- at least someone's listening to the podcast. We can, like, <laughs> I mean, there's always a silver lining. Well, that's great, yeah. and they they've just made a million dollars off my fucking great idea. Right. So uh, maybe we'll do this beer thing again. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think we should do when it. When we listen back to this, we might just delete this whole bit. <laughs> so no one might ever hear this. Sorry. We were never here. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, here we're coming kind of towards the end of summer. And um, we should probably talk about the films. As, as always, you know, there's been big summer films. Right. And we, probably, we haven't really talked about that many of them. Mm. I think we've talked prior. And then at the start of this podcast, we always talked about right, Guardians yeah. a little bit. But we haven't talked about how what we thought of the films. So yes, uh, the film, films we've seen. Yes. So we're gonna, I'm going to run down a list real super quick, and then we're going to go back over and go quickly again down through what we thought. Um, so we got Godzilla, uh, Days of Future Past, okay. um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Guardians of the Galaxy. We just did that one. Right. Uh, Planes 2. I know it's weird, but it's in there. Okay. Uh, Transformers and Robocop. Okay. So, um, and I, I, I usually take notes. Like if I'm in the cinema or if I'm at home watching a film, I'll take notes like on my iPhones. Like, oh, this is what I think about sure. as I run down. Because my memory's so shit. No, to I be know. honest. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, man. And Days of Future Past, I was fucking drunk at the end of that too. <laughs> which has happened to me before. We talked about when Ender's Game. Right. I don't remember actually the end of that film. Yeah. So, um, which was the best part. <laughs> So if you've seen that film, can you write in to headspaceinvaders.net and let me know what happened? How did that movie end? Uh, Because it wasn't that good, so I'm probably never going to watch it again. He's fine. It was great. (laughs) So so it's good that I take notes. Right. Sometimes they make sense. Sometimes sometimes they don't. Or sometimes it makes sense right at that time. Right. And then later on, um, they probably don't. So what I'm going to do is read what I have note-wise on some of those films. Okay. And some of them I don't have notes. I'll just kind of talk about it. So it's like... um, you're live tweeting, but with a time delay. Kind of. And maybe some drunk live tweeting. Right, okay. 
Uh, so is there any other kind? So Godzilla. I was sober. I didn't. I wasn't drunk for that one. Um, do I have any notes here? My little notepad for Godzilla. I do not. So this is just purely from memory. Okay. You know, I liked it kind yeah. of, but I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a lot better. Yeah. Honestly, there was nothing there to that film. It was just about the big giant lizard, and there wasn't enough of him. Um, okay. I wanted more of him, and I wanted more of him fighting. Sometimes they even sh- they even cut away from the fighting. That you look at the human story, but the problem was that the human story wasn't that interesting. It was, yeah, it shouldn't have been. You shouldn't have. That should have been. Yeah, I know. That should have been, like been secondary. I mean, movie. I understand you're trying to make something that's, you know, you know, yeah, you, you it's want not just a monster run from it, right? Yeah. You, you want like he, the director wanted to make it something else, right? Plus the monster movie, like yeah. you know. But honestly, because that worked out with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> totally did. Yeah. But honestly, man, it's fucking Godzilla. I want to see Godzilla. That's it. That's all you need. That's now they're making a the second one though, right? But it's going to be more Mothra's going to be in it, yes, and Rodan's going to yes, be in it, and that's perfect. Yeah, that's what we want. We want to see them. I want to see giant monsters oh, fighting each other. I want to see. It. It. I want to see Godzilla do kung fu. Come on, let's, yeah. see, let's see that. But I will say that the Halo bit, like where they dived out of the airplane, mm-hmm. was fucking amazing. Sure, like with the red, it was super cool. With the music and the way it was shot, it was really. It was like it was completely fantastical that the guy just happened to be like, oh yeah, and I'm Marine. I can totally do that too. Bollocks. Right, but. Who gives a shit? It looked so fucking cool. And it made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And I brought my kid to it because I thought like, well, you know, this might be the film that he remembers when he's older, like Jaws was for me or whatever. Um, but he wasn't that impressed. He thought it was cool when he saw Godzilla. But he didn't, once again, we didn't see enough of Godzilla. So right. yes. um, that sadly is not this. Hopefully it was Guardians of the Galaxy because I brought him to see that too and he really liked it. So that's Godzilla. Uh, Days of Future Past. You go. Uh, yeah, I did see that. Yes, you did. And I know we talked about this prior to seeing the movie. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, th- I, I I know I feel like I say this a lot, but I thought it was great. I thought it was really well done. I think anytime you have an ensemble cast like that, it's really hard, really hard. to kind of tie everything together. Uh-huh. And I know they had to make some changes for the cinematic right? because you couldn't make a movie like that with Kitty Pride being you know, the main character or the, the person that kind of ties those th- right. the future and the past together. Cause no one ensemble would, cast of A-list love, actors, too. Yeah, people love Ellen Page. But they're, right. they, go, they go to see this movie because of Wolverine. So you have to use Wolverine. Okay, right. fine. Great. Um, and he, again, like I, when Hugh Jackman stops playing Wolverine, I'm going to be sad. Yeah, me too. And I, I've always said like I, the... We should not concentrate too much on that because we no. did kind of do a love festival yeah, Hugh Jackman last the, time. Um, the, but he's fucking great. The though. fact that... Uh, not Doctor Who great, but he's great. The off-screen relationship that I think uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart have mm-hmm. comes like way through on screen. Right. And I hope that... Um, uh, Michael Fassbender and what's his name? Uh, I can't think of it now. It's eluding me. The young uh, James McAvoy. Yes, I hope they have that same off-screen relationship mm-hmm. because also it seems it comes through. Right. Uh, I thought the movie was really well done. I thought it was appropriate for the the time, like like the threat of what's happening. You know, is pertinent to what's happening now. Like people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, and the, when when that story came out, it was like. A, it, it, it was an allusion to race relations and like, right. you know, mutants are, uh, you know, they're being oppressed and whatever. Yeah. So you, you hope that, um, it's not the N word. It's the M word. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, time travel movies are always going to be very difficult mm-hmm. to do, um, to kind of pull together because then you start Excuse picking me. apart the whole science of it, <clears> you know? Uh, but I remember walking away from the, from the theater going, oh, I'm quite happy with this. I think it was amazing. I thought it was great. That's fantastic. Well, cool. And on that, I will just read what I wrote when okay. I was, and I said now I was, I got a little bit drunk. You did get a little bit drunk. Okay. Yeah. 
So this is exactly what I wrote. Um, Quicksilver, Quicksilver thing is shit. Time in a bottle, awesome. So obviously I changed my mind very uh, quickly there. Yeah, no. So I think when he introduced Quicksilver, I was like, no. This, sure, in the screen where he's good. playing ping pong with himself, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, this is shit. But, but the time in a bottle thing, awesome. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Uh, one of the best bits in the film, actually. Yep. Six minutes, best part of the movie. But then I go, Quicksilver was just a fancy plot device, which he was. Well, he was. Just to move the plot forward. Absolutely. There was nothing else he was doing in that. I think in the Avengers, he might have a little bit more kind of oomph to his character. Right, but it, won't, it won't be Quicksilver. It is Quicksilver. It'll but be, it, yeah. <laughs> the Marvel Quicksilver, though. Right. Who's no. going to do it better? Well, Marvel are going to do it better because they do everything better. And this is going to allude to a new, another podcast we're going to do. We're going to talk about the Marvel movies. Property rights. Yeah, and who has what and right. who does a better job. Anyway, uh, that's why I've always loved the X-Men. They were always the most human. Charles meets Charles. Because that was a really good that bit. That was a good bit. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, that's great, man. And look at me being kind of semi-philosophical. I think the whiskey was starting to kick in at this point. <laughs> Have better ending. Magneto shows mercy. So that's what I thought at the time. And I, 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 I thought it would have been better if he had. Yeah. But that's... Anyway, just continue. Ah, but I cried. Well, of course I did. Wolvie, when he met Charles again. Awesome. Mm-hmm. A true Marvel film, about time, best comic book film, question mark, question mark, maybe. Need more Jackman as Wolverine. Who could replace him? Although we didn't see that iconic image of Wolverine being vaporized, apart from his adamantium skeleton, an image that I will never forget. Correct. When I read the comic book. Right. So that's what I wrote. And we've uh, talked about that before. Yeah, so there you go. <coughs> anyway, that's uh, Days w- of Future Past. I will say this. Drunken uh, Review. The, the, the one thing that I didn't like about it was the whole... Um, the the sentinels approaching them you know when they're like wait we're almost out of time mm-hmm. it was almost too like matrix matrix-esque i thought there was something about it, it was like okay too it was bit off of like the matrix what revolutions or reproductions or yeah whatever the last one was um and there was something there i was like well this doesn't you know i expected kind of more from that scene but but whatever um yeah, cool, you know. But yeah, but it, it did a good job amazing. of focusing awesome. a lot of, I mean, a ton of different characters. Was it better than Guardians of the Galaxy? No. No. No, absolutely not. Look at you, like, well, very, very firm with that. But I will say this, was it better than uh, Winter Soldier? Yes. Yeah, you 100%. think so? Oh yes, my God, God no, yes. No. no, come on. I think it's. You're I think they're real close. I think they're real no close. No way, yes. it's a Winter mile Soldier apart. was fucking great. No, it was very good. Yes. Not fucking great, though. Yeah, it was fucking great. I mean, come on, fucking great, no way. Anyway, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you seen it? I have not. No, I haven't. This is what I wrote. Sober again. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why doesn't it have real substance? The turtles did. And I actually really believe that. Like, when I first started reading uh, the Laird and Eastman, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought these were really weird, interesting characters. And right. they just didn't really seem to have much of a substance in well, this film when I watched it. when the original one, when it was written, it was very visceral. And it was written for mature audiences. Yeah. Now, it is made for kids. So it became have, yeah, it became a different it, property, right? Exactly, and yeah. I think it has evolved into that. Right, it, it is. It's very subdued and right. very held back. Yeah, I it mean, was almost could, skate uh, skateboardish you, kind of surfer esque yeah. with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bit. I mean, it just seemed like that, you know. Like if it wasn't a property that was directed towards kids and marketing, like it's become, mm-hmm. that's a thing. That's a franchise you could like just not hold back, right? And just go fucking batshit crazy with, right. and it would be cool. Because, but the other thing to, I, I feel about the, it's hard to pick these movies apart too much because you are going to see a movie that has teenage mutant ninja turtles, right? you know? So you can't really expect a whole lot, right? but if you compare it to the original property or the, you know, the, the source material, then you can't. Like if you're comparing it towards, towards source material, 
that I'll accept that. Right. But if you just go and watch it and go like, well, that was kind of crap. It's like, what were you expecting? It's like, right. it's like Pacific Rim. Right. Like, you know, those douches that came out and they were like picking it apart. I was like, going into it, did you want to see anything more than <laughs> giant, giant robots, robots fighting giant monsters? Giant monsters? No, because that's what you got. Yeah. You got two hours plus of that. Yeah. So I can't. I like the whole picking apart. I'm like, I'm not a big Michael Bay fan, but uh, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to like pick apart a movie like that. I don't know. But. Right, so uh, fair points. Um, so then I, re- I wrote, Shredder was incredibly one-dimensional. Who was he? Where did he come from, etc. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> fucking no idea. Right, yeah, He was yeah. just a fucking dude with the scars. And honestly, he was, and I wrote, and he was a wee bit overdone in the armor. Like a wee bit in like giant capital letters. Right. I mean, ser- when you see this film, oh, you'll I've be like. I've seen the pictures and I'm like, why do you he need just, that much? It's just the, right. the knives just kept coming out of places. It was just like a knife's going to come out of his crotch. I mean, it was like, and it was just, it looked like a cartoon. Yeah. It looked like cartoon fists a, with a, cartoon you know, like knives. A real ninja doesn't even need that much. No, knives. fuck, come on. Right. The turtles didn't have that shit. Yeah. Uh, the, chase in, the chase scene with the truck was pretty cool. Uh, Irreverent humor was good, and they said the catchphrase "Kelbunga," oh, okay. which I was waiting for. Right. Um, Splinter looked like they ran out of money. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing I said. So. Uh, oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. good. Spot uh, on. So uh, there you go. That's yeah, my that's uh, <laughs> my non-drunk review, but my review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I wrote on the sly in the cinema in the so darkness. So you didn't get kicked the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Gardens of Galaxy. Done I it. I did see that. It was awesome. Uh, Planes 2. Oh, why oh, is I this on here? <laughs> well, it's on here because I saw it. And um, I'm going to talk about it real quick. Because it was fucking great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hang on. Two seconds. Two questions. Um, <laughs> what? No, actually, really one question. Did you see Planes 1? Yes. And was it any good? No. Okay. Shit. All right, fair enough. Okay. Now. Did not like it. Fell asleep okay. during it. But I have children, so okay. we went to Planes 2. And it was really good. Okay. I cried twice during that film. <laughs> I know, it's sad. And it's a Pixar movie, but it's not necessarily something that they really got behind. They actually didn't. It's from the studio, but they didn't actually put the Pixar right. logo at the start of it. I mean, because they knew Planes, the first one was shit. Right. Um, Dane Cook. But oh. the second one's really good, man. And it was emotional. And they had some funny fucking bits in it. Like, they did this whole riff on... Um, Chips, right? The, the the TV show, like California Highway Patrol. But it was Chops. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> they had the music. Please and tell they me had, they were helicopters. They were helicopters, oh, okay, yeah. fantastic. It was this one guy, uh, Roders McRoderson, whatever his name was, the, the, the main guy who was kind of injured and kind of like he needs to be emotionally healed. Was it instead of like Ponch, was he Launch? No. Well, he was, there was, he was the John Baker character. And then the other guy, oh, I can't remember his name. It was Eric Estrada who voiced oh, the other guy. Perfect. It was so good. Nice. So just that alone for me was like, oh, that's so good. I was looking around. Is everyone getting this, that that's Eric Estrada? I don't think people were. Did they have like call signs like 7 Mary 3 and 4? Was it they were totally time? doing that. They were totally doing that. It was yeah. really fucking good. Nice. So just that alone was great. But um, I welled up a couple of times. I said, uh, uh, better than the last one, Dane Cook, what happened to him? <laughs> Who I mean, cares? I, mean, I, I promise you that is not there, a question that I've asked myself ever. He was he what was about to be catapulted into superstardom, and oh. it just never really worked for that guy. I mean, well, people figured out that he wasn't that funny, and the fact that he was just doing that super finger bit all the time, and then he kind of stole jokes from Louis C.K., and that was oh, kind of yeah. shit. And, no, no. And it all went down. But anyway, um, but from this film, though, the, the one of the best bits in the movie, too, was this action sequence where they put this fire out and they did it to the to the whole song of Thunderstruck by ACDC okay and I was like yeah come on 
you know, it was great. Yeah. And it got me thinking, is Thunderstruck the most overused uh, song in, a mo- in movies? Thunderstruck by ACDC. Like it's if, in fucking everything. Yeah, if you want to get people riled up. Yeah. If you want to like... Let's right, go to Thunderstruck. Okay, what can we do? Um, yeah. Someone let's... I don't know. We can maybe yeah. edit it quicker. I don't know. What can right. we, let's put fucking Thunderstruck in the soundtrack. I mean, uh, seriously, yeah. that's what... I mean, it's the go-to kind of... Right. Yeah, you know, it's in Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, I think. It's in uh, it's in um, uh, Last Action Hero. I think where it was first in. That was the first one it was in. But it's in every fucking movie ever, seem, seemingly. So yeah, Thunderstruck, awesome. Okay. So that was Planes Two. All right. We're checking. I out. did not see that one, by the way. Just <laughs> in case you were wondering. Uh, Transformers. The what was it called? Age of Extinction. Yes. With the Dinobots. Right. I have a little bit of a, a talk about this one. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to read this again. You know, like people keep saying, like, Michael Bay raped my childhood. Yeah. What, did he actually time travel back to your school and like pull you out of class and rape you? You know, no. like because you could always choose not to. No, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did that right. when they made Indy Four. Again, you the have the choice Indiana to Jones like movie. not go. He's do raping like, Indy. If, if you want to keep something pristine and in your head the way that you think it's meant to be, you should not go see these things. It's going to be. It's never going to live up to your expectations. It's a Hasbro movie. Just like so G- we shouldn't go to see new Star Wars. Films, G- no, no, no. What has, Star Wars is different. Well, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's talking always about, no, different. No, no, I'm talking about like Transformers, GI Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are all Hasbro movies, man. Those are all movies that are based off of toys. No, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is well, not a toy. Okay, it's a comic book. No, right. But the it iteration, became it became right, a cartoon and etc. And then and it products, did toys. right? Yes, it is. Sure. That's what I mean. Like it's you know original. Yeah. Well, right. But they're Hasbro movies. They're movies right. that are made. Primarily to sell, but they're more still products. offensive, though. So, well, the Transformers with the sexist robots or the sexist racist robots—that's offensive, right? You yeah, know? the fact that Michael okay, Bay makes are you watching a movie doing shit like that that shows you a tractor trailer transform into a robot and fight other robots. <laughs> Check. That's all I need. Right. If you just take out the racism and the sexism, <laughs> and I'm fine, on, dude, dude. I'm fine with that. How can I'm you, fine. you leave your I'm, morals at the fucking door? Come on. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think you have to. I just to got so upset I ripped a hole in my jeans. <laughs> That's how upset I am. No, I don't. I don't like. I don't. I'm not going to judge the. You just Ninja check Turtles. out. Well, that's and fine. Ju- exactly because I'm like, GI Joe is is a, is a toy line. You are what you're seeing now is you're seeing whoever that director is act out what you did in your backyard. You know, like when you're a kid in your backyard with a Transformers. But I did it better in my like, head in the cheap, backyard, though. Probably. You know what I'm saying, though? But there are, there are other kids in the neighborhood who watch you with, <laughs> like, mix your GoBots in because you couldn't afford a bunch of Transformers <laughs> with your one Optimus Prime. And someone's going, well, those two things are in two different universes. Not, they shouldn't be fighting Adam's each other. Adam's giving us a glimpse into his childhood yeah. right now. So, That's awesome, you know, like, though. Like, you know, when you're playing with your G.I. Joe. What's and that guy Star- doing with the GoBots? Right, and you're playing with your Star Wars, and you have that one He-Man, you know, yeah. that, that some weird uncle gave you for Christmas because right. he doesn't really know who you are. And he's right. like, well, kids like He-Man? Like, no, I don't actually. But now <laughs> The He-Man a, figure so. is like a lot bigger than Luke Skywalker right, yeah, figure. So, so that's like the Emperor's experiment gone wrong. Right. And Luke's got to strike him down, right? <laughs> right. But then, you know, you're not going to have, someone's not going to judge your childhood and what your your imagination was, you know, playing out with your right. with your action figures based upon fucking canon. You know, that'd be ridiculous. So I think that's what's happening, man, with these movies. It is a director going, fuck yeah, man, I love G.I. Joe. I'm going to I'm gonna make this movie about some scene that I did with my friends Doug and Kirk in the backyard one day, right. and it was epic. You think Michael no, Bay actually did that, that though? You think Michael Bay thought that? Or you think he thought, like, let's just make a fucking shit ton I, of money? I, I hope he did. Well, no, no, for sure. What he did was, I'm going to make a shit ton of money. Cause, anyway. Yeah, but. 
this is my review of Transformers that I wrote back then. I haven't reread. I haven't read it back, so I'm just going to read it to you guys. Transformers, Age of Extinction, the right. obligatory Michael Bay slow mo bit that made me laugh out loud. Like it was, it's in every one of no, his fucking films. It's like, all of them. You know, and I laughed. <laughs> I laughed out loud off you know subject, which is great. Uh, shitty dialogue from the Irish dude. There was an Irish dude. Semi-Irish racism. He was such an unlikable tool too. Product placement was, as usual, half the film, although less than Man of Steel, I thought. The girl in it was 17, which made it quite unsettling how the camera was practically shoved up her arse for half the film. The stars are obviously the robots, and they are great. Too long, way, way, way too long. And I hate to say it, but too loud. It got to the point where it was pretty silly after a while. I almost fell asleep because I was way too overstimulated. <laughs> Could have done with more quiet bits to give the crash bang wallet bits more weight and then more fun. Yeah, okay, that's fair. The humans in it are just plot devices to keep the action going from scene to scene. What was the film about? What was the story? I have no fucking clue. It's bright and colourful, but ultimately quite amazingly boring. And again, way too fucking long. Me and my son were in a daze and we left for the rest of the day. Yeah. I think actually that's a fucking that's really valid. good review. No, I think that's a great review. Like I think back on that, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's because even that. That's like okay when you when you like even with that review, you could be like, well, I was going in to just see robots fight robots. I fucking was right. But what you got was over like you were overstimulated. You were over. You know, you weren't yeah. given time to process what you just saw, and that's valid. You're not going like, well, this plot structure that could never happen. Remember in Terminator two, or in uh, you know Transformers two when they said this that that's you know. How I don't could even. This happen? Those films just kind of all blend in together. How many of them is there? Is there six of them, fine. seven of them? I don't no, even no. know. Who knows? Is it just one know. long film? Right. The Dinobots. Also, I'll say one thing. It was. It, it took way too long to get to him. I want to see Grimlock more. Grimlock. Mm-hmm. And it took way too long to get to Grimlock. Yeah. Uh, Robocop. Uh, saw this on DVD. Do you I see, wanted you see to it? see that. I, like, I still do want yeah. to see that. Uh, I like Joel Kilman, um as Murphy. I, I just like him anyway as an actor. He's in The Killing, which I really like that show. Which, if you haven't watched the, the whole, all four seasons are on Netflix right now. Actually, the new season uh, is a Netflix original. Ne- yeah, I saw that. So I would check those out if you can. Um, um, this is what I wrote for Robocop. Same music. That's good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ed 209 looks the same. Also good. Joel Kinnaman is Murphy. First problem, though, it's PG-13. Oh, The original course. Robocop no, was yeah. all rated for a reason because it was a gratuitous violence. Yeah. It was prostitutes. It was cocaine off their tits. It was Verhoeven, Dick Jones. Right? Yeah, Paul yeah, Verhoeven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, that's the main reason why I stayed away from this film. Also, why did they remake it? Why did they have to? It's a fucking great film. Why do you have to remake anything? Maybe? Why did they remake Total Real Call, I guess? Right. Yeah. Also, per- Verhoeven. No, it wasn't. Who was? Who did the original? Paul Verhoeven did Total Real Call. Okay, Total right, Real Call fair enough. All right, all right. So then, anyway, continue on my review. Uh, I did not know Gary Alma was in this. The bit where they strip his body and just leave his head, lungs, and hand was awesome. And it was awesome. Oh, yeah? Honestly, I was like, that's fucking great. And it was like, he was like, freaking the fuck out. And I kind of was like, holy shit, he's just a head and some lungs. That was really good. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. Came up. Uh, they said that. Okay. Um, like just in passing was yeah, just like somebody Yeah, a kind of a by. nod to it. Right. Uh, no jokey ads, which I love that in the first one. Yeah. Um, the line, the line of the movie was, has the U.S. Senate become pro-crime? I think, I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> drinking when I, when I saw, I was tired though. Uh, same problem as the bionic has, man. No cock. <laughs> Robocop doesn't have a cock. Uh, right, yeah, but he's yeah. still married with a kid and they still want to have a relationship, but he doesn't have a penis. Right. 
In fact, they show the fact he did it because he's just a head, head and some and lungs. lungs. Yeah. So he's never going to be able to. Viagra, doesn't even matter. Cialis, no, pro, no, no, not going to work. Yeah. Um, strange little film that just didn't seem to be much Maybe there. a rector set. <laughs> some Lego. Strange little film that just didn't seem to much to be there and it ended abruptly. Uh, never really saw him out busting perps that much. Vastly inferior to the original, which had much more to say, was a social commentary about class warfare. Also had much more of a sense of humor. Oh, that, see, that brings up a question I had about that movie. So in the RoboCop, at least they gave him time to fight crime. Mm-hmm. In the trailers, this movie doesn't ever, like, he doesn't. it never seems to give it like, he actual time to be no. a RoboCop. He's no going out there, like, like, shooting the rapist and right, shit and like he did in the first see, one. See, that's, I, and I could see that being like, well, what's the point? Like, yeah. you got to give him time to prove his worth as a what, like, yeah. Okay, look at this. See, we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Michael Keaton was the bad guy in it. Huh. Like oh, I, I think that. I knew that, actually. I think it I was, knew that, yeah. It was a strange film. I bet this film became shit at the editing room. Because did I they do the prime directive thing? They were like, this is go through your no, no, not Well, kind like, of. They kind of did. It was like a thing where they had a bracelet or something. It was like, uh, oh, right. you couldn't shoot the guy because he's like, you know, he's got the bracelet on. Right, shit. okay. So they kind of did. clever. Yeah, but it was nowhere near as good as the original film. So that's RoboCop. So that's kind of our, uh, so far, summertime movie review. Unless there's anything else you can no, remember saying. No, I haven't, saying. man. I, you haven't been going to the cinema that much. I haven't been doing anything. I saw 22 Jump Street as well. You told me about that, yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. You see 21 Jump Street, you've seen 22 Jump Street. Right. And I think they even said that. Like, even they like everyone alluded to that. Like In the film, the funniest bit in the film was where they talked about, how, oh, look... That we're, on, we're we've moved from the church across the street and look oh look there there's another thing they're in construction over there <laughs> probably where we make the third one right. or some shit I was like oh you funny fuckers yep. at least Very they're taking the piss out of themselves so sure. I give them credit for that so hopefully they do make a third one across the street um, but yeah I can't remember if I've seen anything else or anything else worth noting um, as far as like no, blockbusters no, this is more of a blockbuster kind of a kind of a review but that's yeah. it that's our summer semi drunken barely peer review of the summer <laughs> films uh i hope you saw some of them and enjoyed them so um you know today's wednesday you know what happened saturday right what happened saturday well come on man like season eight 12th doctor who that one yeah <laughs> dude we didn't don't even rehearse that that's don't, awesome don't play dumb with me um yes i mean could we us, Headspace Invaders, Adam and David, be more excited for a fucking TV show to return. What do you think, listeners? They all love it. They can't wait. They're like, oh, man, I can't wait it's for like Doctor They're Who talking about Doctor Who again. Yeah, yes. Sweet. <laughs> Baby Jesus, this is going to be amazing. Uh, it's going to be fucking amazing, though. Yes. Peter Capaldi's going to kill it. Are you gonna be? Are you going to watch it like as it comes on naturally, or will you like DVR it and watch it later? I will DVR and watch it later on my own where I don't have any interruptions and my kids will leave, won't be bothering me. Okay, all right. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Um, I might even crack open a beer or a glass of champagne or something to probably, celebrate. Probably champagne, know. yeah. And uh, I, I have rewatched the um, the uh, Time of the Doctor. Yep. Um, and I wa- rewatched the 50th anniversary. Um, I the Day of the Doctor? The Day of the Doctor yeah. as well. Just to kind of get myself in the sure. mood. I did that a couple of days ago. And I will say that in the day of the doctor, I loved it's 13 as well, or whatever. And you saw his eyes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it's a cat's cooking great. Hashtag Capaldi's eyes. Yeah. Hashtag Capaldi's eyes. Hashtag kidneys. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm super fucking pumped, man. Yeah. Um, what about you? Ben Wheatley. Uh, that's really what I'm pumped about. Um, 
you know, I, I think going into any new doctor, you have reservations. Right. But uh, so I don't I'm have like, any. Well, you don't have any. I'm casting them off. Oh. You know, it's this, my whole thing. So unlike you. The well, hated doctor, true. the next doctor I right. love. So yes. I'm fucking, it's going to be great. All right. I'm going in like a bright-eyed optimism and a spring of my step. And I've, I've, avoid, I've tried to avoid, like, because I know they release, like, the uh, episode titles and, like, who's directing right. them and who's starting I know the second them. episode is a Dalek episode. Um, I know. But I've tried, I know. I've tried hard not to, um, like, you know, look for an, any spoilers or read anything about it. I, mm-hmm. I want to go in fresh. But what I have been exposed to is they say that this is not going to be the love doctor. <laughs> right. It's going to be a darker... Um, you know, the tone is going to be not like the last two kind of jokey, um, lighthearted sort of heartthrob dudes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm fine with that. I don't care. I could give two shits, really. I think that harkens back to what the the true essence of the Doctor is, though. What he's been. Like Hartnell, just like this grizzled well, sort of. Yeah, Hartnell. Curmudgeon. You know, well, it was Hartnell and Troughton and then Pertwee, yeah. the superhero, and then Baker. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was always the, you know, it stayed weird and eccentric and never. Romantic. Well, I guess Tom Baker kind of did have some... Like, his his assistants were all the best-looking ones. Right. And then it went to Peter Davidson, who went young. He was young, young when he became the Doctor. So that was the first time they had a young Doctor. Sure. And then they kind of went back to having the old ones again and then until they came back around. Like, you have this kind of wizened, sort of grizzled... Yeah. yeah. Which is what we're going to get. We're getting the kind of cranky and professor I'm fine person. with that. Yeah. It's going to be cool, man. I know yeah. it's going to be cool. And... uh I was just reading earlier on that, um, you know, this goes back to the Sixth Doctor when he had the Trial of the Time Lords, when the Valyard had him on trial. This is getting really geeky, yep. Hoovian. And yeah, uh, we've lost all our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> they all turned away. And uh, uh, as you know, the Valyard then turned out to, the big twist in that whole uh, episode arc was the Valyard, who was prosecuting the Doctor on trial in Gallifrey, turned out to be the Doctor. But he turned out to be the Doctor in an incarnation somewhere between 12 and his last. So this is all kind of... Now we're at 12, essentially. So we'll see it from the other side then. So yeah, and then we're moving towards the Valyard. Right. And the Doctor's like evil phase. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I know they'll... put a, a different spin on it. Yeah, and these guys have been really good at like, you know, being super true because they're such big fans, super true to like the whole mythology of the of the Doctor. So I'd be... I'm really interested to see if they're going to tackle that or when they're going to tackle that because it's, it's inevitably going to come up. And I, I also did read um, kind of like accidentally that Jenna Coleman walks away this, you know, in this season somewhere. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. This is her last season? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that fuck face. Yeah, I know. Well, Shit. it's not me. It's the internet, man. All I said was like the second episode was a Dalek one and you fucking hit me with the Jenna Coleman's leaving. Well, that was that's the rumor that Jenna Coleman, the actress, is leaving. So that, you know. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that... So who's his new companion then? Well, no, We're already speculating. We, we haven't even know. seen this. this well, yeah. Show. I mean, if you when you go on BuzzFeed, it's like 23 actors who would be best companion. Or which right. companion are you? Yeah, but um, whether it's just Jenna Coleman that's leaving, but the Clara character will change, you know, or stay the same or something. That's no one's talking no, about that. No, come on. They can't do that. How can they do that? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, who knows? Yeah. But... Super excited for it, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's going to be one of these worldwide broadcast live events again, uh, available to see in your local movie theater. Um, so check that out if you can, or just watch on TV like we were going to. Huh. So what time then? What time um, is it going to be? It's going to be live. So I mean, so it'll be early, right? Yeah, it'll oh. be early. And Chris oh. Hardwick is doing a. Of course uh, he is. Yeah, a bit beforehand. Yeah. 
which I'll watch again because remember I watched for the 50th and it was fucking awful. Right. So I'll watch again to see if it's better because the last one was shit. Was terrible. Yeah, yeah it was not good. Yeah. So that's Doctor Who. So uh, roll on Saturday and we can watch that. Um, there is one little thing I'd want to like bookend with this, and it's not really Doctor Who related, but it just kind of made me kind of scratch my head a little bit and wonder. Um, I was watching, uh, I don't know, it was Disney XD or whatever, one of those right. kids' channels with my kids uh, recently. And um, they had, you know, Phineas and Ferb, you ever seen that uh-huh, cartoon? For sure, yeah. So, you know there's a Phineas and Ferb Star Wars edition now? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know what that even means. Well, it's basically Phineas and Ferb, Phineas and Ferb okay. in the uh, Star Wars universe. Okay. Because it's owned by Disney now. Right. So they can do what they fucking want sure. with it. Yeah. So I guarantee you that George Lucas would be like, no. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb, what? No. So they're all Star Wars characters, a la the Family Guy episode. Oh, okay. I get it. I see what you're saying. In the Star Wars world. Right, so, so there's an episode of Phineas and Ferb yeah. that's going to be in the Star Wars. Universe. No, it's already been on. It's, a, oh, it it's has an hour-long oh, okay. episode right. with the music and right. the names sure. and everything. And it made me kind of... Isn't that what all the Star Wars nerds are really fucking worried about? Is that when Disney get their hands on it, they'll just fucking pimp the shit out of oh, their, yeah. their property? So I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, hmm. Now, I know that George Lucas made the Christmas special, which was shit. Right. And so it's not like he's completely he's blameless. He's to it, right. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. And also he made episodes one, two, and three as right. well. Yeah. Don't forget those. <laughs> and Jar Jar Binks. Right. And the Ewoks. So... You know, but still, I thought that was kind of like maybe a bit of a red flag there waving that they put, mm. they gave Phineas and Ferb like a Star Wars overhaul. Or maybe it's just, I think it's probably just Disney going, we've got to make sure we, you know, we don't want this to get out of the collective minds of the youth, you know. So it's like, this is now for, you know, kids who are watching Phineas and Ferb, when you take them to see Star Wars, they can relate to the movie. They can be like, oh, yeah, I remember. That's Phineas this. was that guy. Oh, Ferb was that. I thought the platypus dude was Yoda. I don't know, man. Mm. It just seems kind of, yeah. let's just pimp the shit well, out of this property. Well, they they spent like a fucking billion dollars on it, so I mean, sure. it, they own it. still think the movie's going to be great, but uh, just a slight right. red flag there. It does leave a little mm. bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, so I just thought I'd throw it at the end. Anyway, Doctor Who, uh, let's all watch him on Saturday. Yeah. Right, so um, this is obviously the where we book in the show. Right. And we're going to do it with... Uh, our usual way, movies that are other shit, which we've done. We didn't do one last time. Or maybe we did, I don't remember. No, we didn't. We did the, um, well, the as far as the people listening now, the last one that we posted was the uh, Norris Seagull. Right. Or Norris Seagull and bullshit. Made up, right. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're back to normal here. Okay. Um, so this film was made in 1988. Saw, I saw it in the cinema. All right. Um, it made $32 million in the box office. Okay. Not a lot of money. But it did gain cult status after. Directed by Graham Baker. Written by Rockney S.O. Graham Baker didn't really direct anything else of note, I'm okay. afraid. Uh, Rockney S.O. Bannon, who created the Farscape show, which I never really watched. Sure. Have you ever okay. watched that show? Uh-huh. Never watched yeah, it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, starring an actor I have a lot of affinity for. I, I really am a big fan of his. Kurt Russell. It's not Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's James Caan and Mandy Patinkin. Okay. Terrence Stamp. All right. It spawned a really bad uh, 1980s TV show, which we will discuss because I think we're going to do a, a, a probably a podcast Television, yeah, about yeah. like really. You know, yeah, we got some fall TV coming up. We need to discuss um, and, and some uh, summer TV actually. So, spawned, like I said, spawned a really bad 1989 TV show, um, which none of the actual real actors actually yeah, came of course, out for. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Alien Nation. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Right. Do you remember? Yes, I do. Yep, San Francisco. Absolutely. Yep. The, they they had all, sour milk. And water they drank was sour. Yeah. Yes, salt water was salt poison. water. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually realize it was Mandy Patinkin. I until I look well, back on this today. Yeah. No, I think I knew that. Yeah. Because um, the makeup was so, you know, he yeah. was lost in there. Right. Um, but I don't even know why I really liked this film. But it was. I think it was surprisingly interesting. I mean, I think yeah. they did a good job. It seemed like a TV movie that made it to the cinema somehow. Right. Um, I think James Caan was kind of at a middling point in his career. Not really. It was before he made that really shit TV show about the casino <laughs> lately. I oh, Vegas. Yeah. yeah, that was early but, 2000. But yeah. So, uh, but, you know, it, he was still like kind of built and he was almost like a racist cop in this. Sure. Yep. Racist against the newcomers. Yeah. So, um, it was all this play off the, they all had name give, been given names like Rudyard Kipling and like oh I couldn't believe his name but right. but one of the funniest parts of the whole thing was the fact that uh, uh, and they kept alluding back to this every time they introduced the James Caan character because his name was Sykes uh, like the, for example George uh, they called uh, he called his partner George didn't want to call him San Francisco because he thought that was ridiculous which yeah. it is ridiculous and I guess the George thing was alluding back to they wanted to call him George Jetson but Hannah Barbary wouldn't let them okay so they they just said well fuck it we're just gonna call him George as an as an aside in the film right just to kind of kind of poke fun back at that but um throughout the movie every time that Sykes gets introduced uh, they make it to a newcomer he, they just laugh and he's like well, what's the, what's the fucking funny yeah so, well your name means excrement cranium in our language shithead so right, sure yeah his name was shithead shithead yeah. even though he hated those guys so um so the premise of the film is basically. 300,000 aliens on a spaceship, very like District 9, to be honest, which actually never really got like any throwback from this film because it's kind of very like similar premise for sure. Um, but 300,000 aliens showed up in uh, slave aliens. Refu- refugee camps. Yeah, yeah, slave aliens, and then they got, all got integrated into society, and uh, it's kind of like a class struggle. It shows it's a cop buddy movie. Um, it's an anti-drug movie. Um and you know it, it did have something to say it had some heart like yeah. that movie had heart good performances yeah. and you know it wasn't terrible and I think that's probably why I liked it so much because I kind of expected it to be really bad sure but it wasn't I couldn't really hate it you know and it kept me with it and I was interested and I was into the characters and I liked the both of them and the TV show is another matter but I did actually watch every single episode of that right, as yeah. well and I guess they made five TV movies after Holy they, crap! After really? they stopped making the TV show, um, but uh, yeah, but um, it basically centers around the, these two characters, and then James Cam was trying to investigate the death of his former partner, but he wasn't supposed to. But he was doing it anyway, you know. Right. Yeah. The captain's not going to tell me what to do, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, they get involved with the Terrence Stamp character, who's kind of like this affluent newcomer who then turns out to be a kind of a drug dealer and is making this drug that is uh, pacifies the newcomers or did on the slave ship that they were on but it doesn't have any effect on humans um so he starts to recreate this drug which is a big no-no in the newcomer you know uh, society right. the new newcomer society so they go after him and uh, car chases ensue and etc he gets told to back off because the you know the Terrence Stamp newcomers got a lot of connections downtown right yeah yeah you know, I mean, you could fucking write this shit yourself. Sure. But it cobbled, it got cobbled together quite well. And um, uh, like I said, I think the main point for me 
to take from this film was that I really thought it was going to be super bad, and it wasn't actually as bad. You were as expecting like V meets like Lethal Weapon yeah. three, or and something. I love V though. I mean, because right. it's so kitschy. Right, but anytime shit. you throw the, the more meats that you have to use in, to describe <laughs> a movie. Oh, you know, it's like it's like V meets Lethal Weapon right. meets Roots or something like that. Like, right. Well, this is going to be terrible. If you right. have if you have the more meat you have to put in a, a, a description of a movie or a TV show right. or anything, right? It's so. But there's there was some funny like I've got some quotes here, you know that I think I always remember the sour milk thing, drinking right. the fucking oh, yeah. sour milk. Yeah. It's like oh, they love the sour milk. Sure. What's up? Oh yes, this is a great vintage, you yeah. know, from five years ago and shit like that. You know? So it was like a fish out of water crap, you right. know. Well, this doesn't work for me, but it doesn't work for you. But it works for me, and it doesn't work for you. Oh, that's so funny. Look at us. We're so different because yeah. well, High the guy's beats. a fucking alien for Christ's sake. Of course, he's different. So it was obviously the play off the buddy thing, right? So uh, there's a bit where they're commenting on a human condom, where George goes, the alien goes, and that fits, and then. <laughs> James Caan goes, well, yeah, it's rubber. It stretches. And George goes, and still it fits, though? So, yeah, you know, oh, look at that. Right, They've yeah. got big dicks. Right, yeah. Um, you know, so that's, and the shithead bit, that's kind of the, that's the film encapsulated. Right, was, yeah. you, you laughed. It was kind of Salt funny. Water, Saltwater milk, kills them. And uh, Terrence Stamp injects himself with a bunch of the drugs towards the end and turns into this big mutant right. kind of monster that smashes shit up. Um I had forgotten the fact that they were slaves. So there was like a slave yeah. uprising and then they had, they were kind of fish out of water. Yeah. They did have that one insult where, that George would say, like, your mother mates out of season. Right. Just some kind of really nasty oh. shit to say to like a newcomer. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Go, Boom. What the fuck did he just say? Yeah. But, um, you did not go there. Yeah. The drug was called Jabruka. Okay. I don't even know if that's mm-hmm. even relevant, but, um, it was, uh, and it so was the director movie, did nothing else of note. He, he did Damien. Um, Final Conflict. Okay. That's about it. Um, mm. But, you know, like I said, I mean, the thing about alienation is that it's just so inoffensive, you know, but you just expect it to be but terrible. But everyone in it, involved in their own right are, like, quality, like, you know, I mean, like, they have established careers. Oh, I don't know, Manny Patankin, if he had much prior to that. I think he was a stage actor up to that point. And this is, like, the early or the late 80s, so he wasn't really, he, he hadn't made uh, Princess Bride yet. Oh, yeah. I don't think. No. Right? No, what it had to have been around the same time. Close. I mean, yeah, close. Um but as I said, unrecognizable under that, you know, giant head. Yeah, know. now looking back, I don't know if I knew that then, but now I'm like, Oh yeah, it totally was him. He, yeah. The voice, you know, he's the got voice, this, yeah. distinctive voice. For sure. So uh that's the movies that I love that are shit for, for today. Oh, man, I, I had totally forgotten about that movie. I need to revisit it. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? Oh who knows? You wanna check real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm gonna okay. say no. I'm gonna, I bet I'm gonna it's say not, no. Because it would have popped up in my queue. Oh, you what do you you like to watch this? You right. should totally watch Alienation because you like to watch Beastmaster. Right. Um, and it didn't also not on Netflix. No. What Deathstalker is, but not Beastmaster. <laughs> uh, let's see. It'd be great if the TV show was on here. That would be fucking awesome. Do you know a Field in England is on um, Amazon Prime? I don't know if you have it. It's available on Netflix DVD. Yeah. Boo. My boo. Yeah. So you can. <laughs> send anybody got time for that? No, I I discontinued my Netflix DVD yeah, thing. I, most people have, but I did get charged for the Beastmaster fourteen ninety nine, still sitting in my house, and I still haven't watched it. <laughs> watched the start of it. You totally should. It's fantastic. I know. Yeah. Um. So that's our show again for um for today. Uh. Thanks again for listening, and um, we didn't do too badly after Beer Corner. No, it wasn't. We'll, we'll we will try this again next week. Next time? Next time. We'll try this again next time. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. 
H Space Invaders. Um, like us on Facebook, even if we don't like you. Right. And uh, website is .net, not .com. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Good luck.